0: Welcome to Bears Over Beers. I'm Jeff Burkus, a writer for Windy City Gridiron, and I'm joined, as always, by EJ Snyder. EJ, how you doing tonight? I am just fine. Looking forward to this. It's going to be a ton of fun. No time to mess around because we have the one and only Sam Householder on the program tonight, and you know what that means. We're doing some bets. Sam, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm, I'm doing great. Happy to be here.
0: Mr. Householder in the house. Sam is the betting expert on the site, Uh, and so we brought him on last year to do a fun little way to preview the NFL season by picking some unders, picking some overs, picking some division winners, and then, of course, picking one Super Bowl winner. Now, what happened last year was EJ said, I don't know anything about anything. I'm, I'm just here for the ride. And then, of course, he wins the whole thing. And so I brought a beer on tonight to celebrate EJ. Because we don't do that enough, as he let us know on Twitter today as he was peacocking around. And so I brought a beer for EJ. It's called the Kingfish Ale because he acted like a fish last year. But really, he was the king. So this is from Louisiana, got this on my trip uh, earlier, right before COVID uh, started hitting. It's from Chafuncta Brewing Company in Louisiana. So happy to share this with you guys. Uh, Sam brought some special beers on, so I'm going to let him speak last. EJ, what did you bring on?
2: Oh, I brought a Jeff beer on, because uh, speaking of, of laying the, the Twitter smackdown, down, uh, you, you said that I don't like dessert beers. Or that I was overly dramatic about them. So my wife was (laughs) kind enough uh, to bring me some beers back from Maine. She was visiting her folks there. And this is from Booth Bay Craft Brewery in Booth Bay Harbor, Maine. And it is their South Porter, which is a great name because Southport, Maine. South Porter Handcrafted Vanilla Bean Smooth Porter 5% by volume little bit a little bit of vanilla uh it's a 16 ounce can and i am really looking forward to it because i've tried some of the other beers that she brought back from booth Bay craft brewery and they have all been excellent so i'm i'm looking forward to it i think it's gonna be great now then sam what did you bring that's so special
1: yeah so uh i was actually out <coughs> because now that i have a baby <coughs> pardon me um i don't drink as much as I did before, so I was a little low on beer. So on my lunch break today, I ran out to the liquor store, and I was texting with with Jeff, trying to get some, uh, trying to make some decisions, because I can be indecisive. But uh, I, I bought three packs, but I'm only gonna, I had to choose just one to bring on tonight. So it's a Sun King, which is a uh, Indianapolis brewery. Uh, I had to represent Indiana. I think I might have had a Sun King last year when I came on. Um, I don't know if anyone's gonna remember that though. I certainly didn't um, until just now. But uh, this is their orange vanilla sunlight cream ale, um, and uh, so yeah, it's a new one to me. But I do know I like their regular sun uh, cream ale. So uh, the the orange vanilla intrigued me. So I'm I'm kind of excited to try this one. That's All fantastic.
0: Right, well, let's get them
2: going. Yeah, and Sun King has a. Uh, a football connection because uh, Peter King, the longtime and well honored football writer, uh, holds his annual meetup at the combine at Sun King Brewery.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Nice.
1: I've okay. been to I've been to the brewery a couple times actually. On uh, I've done an indie brew tour. They have a nice uh, brew bus tour that takes you to. There's a lot of craft breweries in Indianapolis, and they go to different ones, so um, I've probably been to, geez, probably close to 10 different Indianapolis breweries between a couple of trips on that. So
2: Oh, Sun sure, King's make it a couple of trips, Sam. Yeah. Nobody will judge. Could could just be one <laughs> trip.
0: It's fine. All right, so here's, here's what we're doing, and here's how it works. So we're going to do a draft, and so we're going to go snake draft, for those of you that are familiar with fantasy drafts, we're gonna go back and forth, and so since I'm kind of hosting, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the second pick so that I can kind of kick it back and forth between these other two guys. Um, EJ, since EJ won, we're gonna give him the first pick, and Ooh. Sam, you're gonna anchor with the third. And so here's how it works: um, if someone takes, say, the Cowboys over, that means that no one else can take that pick. If someone takes the the Saints to win the NFC South no one else can take that pick so uh, we're taking those picks off the board that way we're going to cover a lot of the picks that we like a lot of the bets that we like Uh, at the end of the year we'll add everything up and we'll determine who the winner is and we have to pick three overs three unders three division winners and one Super Bowl and basically we'll give you even odds on the um overs and unders and the division picks we're going to give you the odds that we collected yesterday and um, that's how that's how we'll do it we'll post everything after the show and you can vote who you think is going to make the most money i will note that while ej did win last year ej sam and myself were all profitable that is the important thing if you followed all of our bets you made money so not guaranteeing that this year, of course. <laughs> yeah. Disclaimer, we, disclaimer, disclaimer. I was like, yeah, right, we're yeah. not claiming but
2: that you'll make money by betting. Just no, so we, you know, we, we entertainment did make. Every, purposes we did make only. everybody money. <laughs> nope, it was overly positive, which was which was pretty cool. And um, what was the one? Was it the Cardinals and they had the tie and it ended up being a push? They, yeah. I think the over under yes. was like four yes, and a half, it was like a they, yeah five yeah. and a half or something like and, that. And yeah. <laughs> they actually matched it. Uh that was insane. So well, oh, I think Sam
0: took then, second place because he got the Dolphins to the Dolphins win over against New England. Yeah. <laughs> it's week seventeen. And you guys thought I was
1: nuts for taking that and I was I did all think the bets. I, I still kinda think you're nuts. Yeah, I
2: still nuts. think you're nuts. <laughs> I haven't changed my mind about that. I'm kinda but. curious
0: if you're gonna do the exact same bet this year. Oh I don't so. know about that. All right, um, well we, let's let's get right. into it. EJ, you have the first pick.
2: Yeah, I will take uh, an over to lead off, and I'm going to take the Panthers. The line is five and a half, and I've got faith in Teddy
0: Bridgewater and Matt Rule, so I'm going to take the Panthers on the over. Okay. My first pick, i got to get this one off the board. The Jets somehow have an over-under of seven. I am going to take the under ah. Jets Jets under 7 because <laughs> uh, I, the Jets are not a they, good football team. There goes my and first under right there. I yeah. 7 yeah. 7 wins is that's not a that's not a terrible year and they're they're not a very good team. So I'm going to I'm going to take that one off the board quick before uh, that one got scooped up by one of these other two guys. So yeah, Sam, now me. it's your turn for two.
1: Okay. Um well for the first one, uh I'm I'm going off uh, some of the experts, other experts that uh, I prepped for this pod with and uh, although the, the line they were working with was a little bit lower, I'm going Bills over 9. Um, I think that in a in a, the new Tom brady list AFC East, um, I think that the Bills ha- have the best team in that division and, and they would appear to have the, the best chances to win it and Therefore, uh, I'm, I'm taking them uh, to go over nine wins. Um, I, I like the way they're built. I like Sean McDermott. I know nobody's sold on their quarterback, but uh, kind of like the Bears, um, they just need mediocre quarterback play, and there's enough bad teams in that division that I think they, they go over nine. Okay, tails for nine. And then, okay, oh, yeah, none. And, and then uh, my second one, uh, I am going to look over the board quickly and i am going to take the packers under nine um
0: sand favorite right there <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: um so again uh i think everybody is more or less in agreement that the packers were perhaps the worst 13 and 3 team ever last year or at least um one of the biggest frauds and uh so they're set up for regression uh nobody's crazy about their offseason me included so um you know you always have the ticked off aaron Rodgers angle but you look at the cast he's working with i'm not crazy about it um i'm picking the packers to regress and end up under nine wins
0: all right so bills over nine packers under nine my second pick um, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my unders and I am going to take the Chargers under seven and a half. I really love the Chargers as uh, their Powder Blues, but they are not going to be a very good team this year. They just lost Derwin James for most of, if not all, the entire season, and so they're generally cursed with injuries anyway. And so I'm sure that's not the last injury that we'll see. Uh, they don't have much going in terms of an established quarterback. And I just don't have a lot of faith that in the AFC West with an improving Broncos squad and the reigning champs, that they're going to really get much traction. Seven high, Seven and a half seems quite high for a team like that. And so I'm going to take the under with the Chargers. EJ for two.
2: Oh, JB, you're killing me. I was light on unders. Uh, it was the one category I didn't have as many picks in as I wanted to. And you took two of my top four. With your first two <laughs> picks. Um so unders just just announcement EJ's gonna struggle on unders in a little bit. Uh that's that's not gonna be fun. Um can I just say that I hate the seven and a half
0: line? Sure. I don't know who you're saying it to, but no, just in
2: general, board. like as I was working this up, like the entire AFC West, right? The Chiefs are at eleven and a half, the Raiders, the Chargers are both at seven and a half, and the Broncos are at eight. Which basically yeah. said, we're going right down the middle for the whole division except for the Chiefs, which everybody expects them to sweep. So, I just, the seven and a half line drives me nuts. because um, Well, the Razor, NFL's built ra- for,
1: you know, yep, seven, parody, eight wins. For sure. So, that's, yep. and that's why Vegas usually comes out ahead.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, razor-thin margin, as we all know in NFL games, comes down to the last couple minutes and can easily put you a couple up or a couple down, and that seven-and-a-half or eight line is just so rugged to bet against. Um, Oof, I don't have much left for unders. I don't love the ones I have. Oh, man, my family's going to kill me. I'm going to go Bills under. Oh really yeah i don't everybody's sold that the bills are going to win that division tom brady's gone is the big reason right and and the team is very good i like mcdermott i like what brandon beans done with talent uh, this is not an anti bills bit but as your quarterback goes so goes the team in the nfl and there are a lot of signs that uh alan although he is progressing is set up for a little bit of regression and if that happens they might struggle to win the nine now i think they'll probably do better than that but i think i think bill belichick's laughing all the way to the bank he's got cam in his back pocket yeah he's got a lot of guys that opted out he doesn't have brady anymore but he's won without brady before right (laughs) He's, he's gotten a couple of backup con, uh, backup quarterbacks really nice contracts in the NFL because the Patriots just go right on winning games. Uh, and I think they're going to keep doing that. So uh, I think that will be at the Bills' expense. They might split with them, but I don't think the Bills are going to roll to the AFC East
0: title. So I'm going to go under for the Bills for one of my picks. And...
2: I actually thought for
0: sure you were going to be on the Bills over, given your fandom. And...
2: I Yeah, no. Bills are, Bills are definitely a team I follow. Entire dad, anybody that follows me on the podcast knows this, my entire dad's side of the family is in Buffalo. They're all cursing my name right now. Um, but, you know, I hope that they go over, but I'm going to bet the under because I think they might slide. And another team that's similar, uh, different coast, the Rams, I'm going to take the oh. under. They're at eight, I and I don't, I don't think that's a huge number for them to hit, and it would be nice if they bounce back. Uh, they certainly have a ton of talent. I just have the feeling again a division is incredibly tough. Uh, you gotta you gotta play well in your division to to play well overall. I don't think the 49ers are gonna slide tremendously. The Seahawks, although maddening uh, and certainly a roller coaster ride to the last couple of minutes, always crank out nine or ten wins. Um, and the Cardinals, I think, are a vastly improved team. I think they're um, they're gonna give people a lot more fits um, in year two of Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler. So I think the Rams might be the ones that are the odd man out in that
0: division. I'm going to take Rams for the under. Well, that was my third no, my number 3 option for the unders, and so I that I need to cross off here. So I'm going to I'm going to pass on the unders here cuz the next three that I have are kind of the same. So I think I'm going to take my first over and you actually kind of led me into it. Uh, the Cardinals at seven and a half wins. I think that this is a club that could surprise a lot of people. I really like the idea of Kyler Murray coming into his own in his second year with Cliff Kingsbury. They've got some really interesting talent at the wide receiver position. Obviously, Christian Kirk's coming back, who's been eh, kind of a disappointment in his in his young career. But you've added New Hopkins. Uh, Andy Isabella's coming back uh, for his second year, so you expect some growth, growth there. And then, of course, you have the ageless wonder in Larry Fitzgerald. And so you've got a lot of interesting weapons. Maybe David Johnson uh, doesn't matter because he's gone, but like, do they really even need a running back? They, they might just see a new brand of offense where we're pushing how many passes that we have in a game. And so I'm just interested to see what how the league plays them. I know it's a tough division, but seven and a half just means they have to split down the middle at eight and eight uh, for me to win this one. So I'm going to take the Cardinals over seven and a half. Yeah, don't right.
2: underestimate Kingsbury's run game, JB. His run designs are—I mean, I know it's Kenyon Drake, but um, man, his run designs are something else. And he's gonna—he's gonna open it up in year two. They're gonna be a great offense to watch.
1: Yeah, I like it. it It's—I'm—I'm I'm kind of excited to see the Cardinals. That it is a little bit of a, a invoke pick to go over on them, but I did have that on my list, so I think that's a good pick. Um, they're gonna be a fun team to watch. Um, so for the first of my two, I'm going to go Titans over eight and a half. Um, I I realize that there's definitely a lot of doubt out there. This is kind of a, uh, I believe in, um, Mike Vrabel pick. Uh, I think that he's a good coach. I, I like, I do like their roster. I think that, uh, well, it could be hard to replicate the success that, uh, Ryan Tannehill had a year ago. Um, I just like the way that team's built. I like the way that variable coaches them. Um, I like the way they play for him. So, uh, there's no team in that division that, that I'm crazy about. Um, so for that reason, uh, I'm, I'm going over on them. Um, so for then my second pick, man, we're all knocking out our over-unders, I guess, but, uh, I'm going to...
0: Bears Super Bowl is still there. Yeah. It's on the board. But
1: I'm, I'm actually looking at a different one. I'm going to take the the Bears to win the NFC North. Um, okay. Ooh. This is a value pick for me. Um, I think that if you're looking at it, I would not bet a ton of money on this. But uh, the NFC North is pretty wide open. I've already told you why I don't really like the Packers. Um, the, the Vikings, I'm sure one of us is going to talk about them at some point tonight. Um, The Lions are the Lions. I think that if you're looking at this as straight value, I think you put a couple dollars on the Bears plus 400 to win the division. You know, this defense, we we know all about it. They're great. They just need mediocre quarterback play. Of course, that's a huge question mark, especially if you follow all these reports out of training camp. But I think that they can get that and that uh you know y- y- we just don't know what's going to happen in the nfc north it's always kind of a wild division when the packers aren't the juggernaut. so this could be one of those years I-, I just i like the value it's really just kind of like looking at the numbers and being like well i put a little bit of money on it i could win a lot more um and so that that's why i'm taking that pick
0: no, I think it's actually really speaks to the numbers because you have the Vikings are projected at nine wins, but their divisional odds are plus 175. The Packers are nine wins, over under, and division odds of plus 180. The Bears are division are over under of eight wins, but they jump all the way up to 400. And then you go down to the Lions, who are six and a half wins, and their divisional odds are 450 and so the math doesn't really work the bear should be somewhere like plus 300 there so um it actually is a nice value bet so i i had that one highlighted in uh, money green but um I, I i was too slow to scoop that one up um i like it and so i will make my next pick here and i i think i'm going to stick with overs and i'm going to take the broncos over eight and I. Uh, curious to see what you guys think of this one but for me i think that uh, drew lock and all of the new weapons that he has very interesting and we know that vic fangio is going to put together a competitive defense and i don't think the Chargers is going to be very good i still don't believe in the raiders and so besides the chiefs who obviously that's going to be a tough play um, i think that they are clearly the number two in that division and i think that they can sneak into nine maybe 10
1: wins I like that pick. Um, I, I did have them on my short list. Um, I think that they're kind of a love or hate team. You're either gonna lo- like them or you're gonna hate them. Um, obviously, a lot of people say jury's still out on Drew Locke. He was pretty good last year. I kind of I lost faith in Vic Fangio as a head coach in the early season struggles, but the way they finished the season. I do think he's a good coach, and uh, so I like that pick. I think that that's, that's a solid, solid pick.
0: That's a f- EJ for two, you can comment on Broncos if you want.
2: Yeah, that's a freaking track team. <laughs> like, the Broncos' offense is so incredibly loaded now. They did have one of their tackles opt out, and you do have to have protection for lock. But, man, if you can get their left tackle playing uh, early in the season like he plays late in the season and any of the guys that they've added um yeah they KJ Hamler Jerry Judy they got Cortland Sutton they got Noah Fant they got uh you know Melvin Gordon and and Philip Lindsay like everywhere you turn on that offense it's just loaded you can there's no way to defend them all so they're built like a Ferrari, they're built to just score a ton of points. And if Vic can pace together a defense that holds people, even to say 25 or under uh, the Broncos are going to be in just about every game because Locke was good enough and showed signs of improvement. And he just, there isn't a spot that he can throw to that doesn't have an incredibly solid talent that can take it the distance. So it's going to be a fun team to watch offensively in terms of fireworks Definitely.
1: I think that, uh, well said, and uh, the only question is, you know, are some of those, like Jerry Judy, a rookie, are those guys going to gel and click right away? Um, that's the only question mark, but I, I agree. They are a track team, and who would have thought that you'd be talking about a Vic Fangio team as being a potential offensive juggernaut? Yeah, exactly. I fully agree,
2: <laughs> but they're, the way they stacked talent in the draft... There's just so much speed on that roster. I, If I'm a defensive coordinator coming in to play them, you, you just don't know what to do. There's so much speed on that field. So, uh, For two, let's go with... I'm going to go with the Bears for an over. I think they will be better than 500. And for most of the reasons that Sam said, so I won't just follow up on that. Again, if they get the mediocre quarterback play, the defense is... Really, really good. That's going to keep them in games. If they can get average quarterback play and a little bit of kicking love, I think they're definitely better than a 500 team. So I'll take the Bears at over. They were at eight, so all they have to do is pick up one more than equal, and probably time to pick a division winner. I'm going to go Chiefs. I'm just going to take them. It's not any good money,
0: <laughs> but they're
2: they're going to win that division. So I'll just chalk up the I'll just chalk up the w.
0: All right, so the Chiefs winning the AFC West is uh, minus three hundred and fifty, which means you have to put three hundred and fifty dollars up to win one hundred dollars. So if you put a hundred dollars up, what do you get back? One hundred and I don't know, Sam. What is it? One hundred and twenty-five, something like that?
1: Yeah, that would be about right. Yeah, yeah,
0: or less. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So it basically, taking the free square and the bingo, that's, that's fine. Right. We're just uh, picking winners. We're good to go. Yeah, that's, what, yeah. that's what you said last year. Just picking winners, Jeff. And I'm what just happened? Winners and what happened? Yeah. You picked some winners. There we go. And that was all that was needed to topple us in this uh, in this quest for. I guess that is a domination. question:
1: Are we going off of potential money one, or is it just straight up which ones were correct? Most correct
2: picks. Correct? I think we should have. I think we should have a category for both. Right,
1: most crowd I mean, that's picks, fair. Because, and then but made the thing most is money it, because if thing you're is, going for if you reach, pick all the, if you go with all the favorites, then you know you'll make less, uh, slightly less money than if you hit on some of these, you know. The, I fully agree. It's but, two money. different strategies. But I think money. it's money picks.
0: Oh, it's oh, money. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. Because, what's the point? Yeah, I mean, I, be bold. Take yeah. some bold picks. That's right. I don't understand the free square. It yeah, all it? right. But that, that, but doesn't, that doesn't said,
1: I do think, uh, I mean, Chiefs, yeah, that's it's, it's <laughs> kind of like,
2: like... I don't understand the free square, but yeah, he's right.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, he is, because, uh, I mean, look, uh, not to alienate a lot of listeners or anything, so just quick side note, but I, I watch Formula One, I bet Formula One, I bet on Lewis Hamilton every week, because, you know what, it's basically free money. He wins a lot. And, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like that with the Chiefs, then, you know, it, you pick you're not going to make as much money as if you pick a long shot but you know what sometimes it's easy to just take your 50, you know the 50 cents you win and say I got to win today and that's what Unless... you do with the chiefs you just hook yourself to that to that wagon and say and say all right at the end of the season uh, I'll I'll at least make a little bit of money back on that
2: we're safe for a little bit because I don't think the chiefs are going to have fans at their games so
0: jeff you can't go yeah, I can't jinx them.
1: <laughs> That's right.
0: Yeah, the only guy that went to two Chiefs games last year, and they lost both of them. So <laughs> I was not allowed back in Arrowhead. Uh, my buddy said, stay away. All right, uh, I, I my, actually, my overs are starting to dwindle, and I'm starting to get a little worried. And so I'm going to take my third and final over, and this actually is probably going to make Sam laugh but i'm going to take the dolphins over 6.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and i was pretty impressed with Brian Flores last year. Seems like he's going to be a heck of a football coach. And we've already kind of talked about eh, maybe that AFC East is down a little bit. Yeah, maybe maybe New England coast to the division, but at the same time, let's like take a look back and say there's no real super juggernaut in that division. The Jets, I think, are just a bad team, and so I think that they can. I think they can flirt with seven wins, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Dolphins over six. I like that pick. I
2: yeah. I had that pick as a potential because Flores took a team that basically was starting the year tanking and finished off pretty strong. Put in a lot of good performances. Their draft was exactly what they needed added a lot of talent um if two holds together and gels quickly which it looks like he will or is uh yeah they can definitely threaten better than six
1: yep um sam for two all right uh i see you're right the overs are dwindling this might be a repeat of last year but you guys might laugh i'm going (laughs) Bengals over five and a half
0: Oh, well, they're not I the had lowest on the line. board.
1: They are not the lowest on the board. I I mean, who doesn't love Joey Burrow? <laughs> Joe Burrow. You know, that team has some talent. I don't know that you can say that they were a lot better than their record last year, and you don't really know about their head coach because of how dreadful they were. But they have some weapons. They just signed Joe Mixon to, to an extension. They have a good running game for... The rookie to lean on, and you know we've seen what Joe Burrow can do. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to be a rookie sensation, but man, he's just so good and so different than a lot of rookie quarterbacks. So I kind of feel like you know what, I'm willing to take this chance. They like, like Jeff said, you know they're they're not the lowest on the board. I don't know. I like it. I I like the Bengals again. It's kind of one of those. You just put a couple dollars on it, and you you hope for the best. Yeah, five and a half just seems a little bit low. I'm not saying they're going to win eight nine games, but you know you only need six. And, no, and
2: you stole that, it, Sam. I had that, it. I, that yeah. was my number two over Panthers was number one, Bengals is number two, and it is a pure Joe Burrow pick. Like exactly, Joe Burrow exactly. wills things to happen. They have yeah. enough talent around them. I, I do worry about the offensive line but at the skill positions they have enough talent and look Joe Burrow is not going to win four games he's going to win five or six or seven or maybe if he gets hot eight right he's just not going to be in that three four win category unless there's something uh, you know a major injury a big COVID outbreak whatever something out of his control if he stacks up the players he has on the field right now that's a That's a pure Joe Burrow bet, and I wouldn't bet against him. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, So then my next one, I'm looking at the Seahawks to win the AFC – or NFC West, rather, at plus 205. This – I think I picked them last year too, and uh, that was what – they were right there with the 49ers. I think there was a one game difference. I think that the NFC West is, it could very well be that way again. I really like Russell Wilson, uh, MVP candidate last year, obviously questionable suspect offensive line. You always worry about that, but he's truly one of the five best quarterbacks in the league, probably top three as, uh, some of these, you know, Tom Brady gets older and, and Drew Brees gets older. You see that shift in the league. Um, I don't know. I, I really like the Seahawks. I, Pete Carroll's a good coach. they have uh, I don't think they've ever had a losing record under Pete Carroll. So I don't want to – I guess I, I can say it's going to be a while before I pick again, but, you know, maybe the 49ers regress a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I like the Seahawks.
0: All right. So Seahawks. So you have all three of your overs. You only have one under. You have two of your divisional picks. We're going to stop real quick for a break. And on the other side, I'll make my next pick. All right, we're back. So I have two unders and three overs and no division winners. I think I'm going to just keep kicking the can down the road on the division winners. And I'm going to fill up my unders here. And I'm kind of going back and forth. I kind of want to make the anti-householder Uh, Bet not only do I kind of want to make Bengals under five and a half just to like have something here. It was highlighted. I kind of want to take Jags under four and a half because they (laughs) seem like they're tanking, and so like let's just let's just ride them in for three and thirteen. But I'm gonna take Giants under six and a half. I am just gonna keep fading the Giants because I think that that organization is just not very good, and until they get a new general manager in house. I'm gonna just continue to bet against the Giants so that's as easy as that. I just do not believe in Daniel Jones or what they have cooking up there so I will take Giants under six and a half EJ damn you Jeff
2: uh, <laughs> now Giants Giants were one remaining under that I could have plucked because don't don't have a ton of faith in Daniel Jones the the offensive line they picked up uh, you know they picked up two good offensive line players in the draft that'll certainly help him but he just doesn't have a great feel for the rush, and, uh, you know, the receiving weapons are okay. Obviously, Saquon Barkley's great, but um, brand-new head coach. Not so sure that um, Joe Judge is going to gel really quickly in New York, and uh, I think they're ripe for an under, so good good grab with that. Uh, I'm going to take two picks that don't uh, sort of add up, but I'll take 49ers to win the division, NFC West. And Seahawks for the over. I think they win 10 games. I don't think they win the division, but I think they win
0: 10 games. So the Seahawks over-under is 9. So you're taking that uh, over. You have one under that you have to pick remaining, and then you've taken your second division with the 49ers at plus 105. So they're the favorites in the division. The Seahawks are the next uh, odds at 205. Then it jumps up to plus 600 for both the Rams and the Cardinals. So um, back to me. I need to take division winners and a Super Bowl winner. The uh, Bears, Seahawks, Chiefs, and 49ers are already off the board. I've got a lot of like, you know, there's kind of some value stuff around that I kind of like. <laughs> um, and, and so I've kind of like, ooh, do I take the, you know, the plus whatever to kind of try to take a hit there? But I'm actually. Uh, I'm going to take up off the board, and I, I had this highlighted, and EJ kind of teased it earlier, so I was wondering if he was going to do this, but we actually get a little juice on the Patriots winning the AFC East at plus 145, and I don't think that there's been anything in the positive category for the Patriots to win that division in a long time. And so I'm actually going to go against the flow, I guess, this year, since everybody's on the Bills. I'm going to take the Pats to win the AFC East
1: at plus 145.
2: Yeah, you steal another one from me. I've got them as winning the division as well.
1: Yeah, it's not um, obviously. I mean, I had the Bills over on the wins. Um, wasn't confident enough to take them to win the, that division. Um, I think that uh, it, it's never. You're not. It's not badly placed money if you're betting on Bill Belichick. I think is how <laughs> I would say that. It's a
0: good <laughs> way to put it. Yep.
1: All right. So me for two. Um, I. One more division winner to pick. Um, got a couple unders still. and So I think uh, I'll close out my unders. I'm thinking, give me Colts under nine. Yeah.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, uh
1: I, I think that, uh, you know, Phil Rivers, very so-so last year. Um, I'm not sure he's going to give a uh, has a lot of magic left. Um, I do like the Colts overall. They have a good roster. They have a good coach. Nine wins just seems a little bit high. You know, I think they're going to be flirting with five hundred. I could be wrong on this. It, it just seems. I don't know. That that's just how I feel, I guess. And
0: and and by the way, you live. Near and around a lot of Colts fans. Uh, now, yeah, yeah. I'm just uh, I surprised that. that the Sun King didn't spontaneously
2: combust in yeah, his hand. Yeah, he just, that's tur- true. just turned to ash. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I uh, definitely have a lot of people um, around that uh, that I know that won't be happy to hear that. I don't know. Up here in northern Indiana, I do feel like it's, it's much more Bears country. But uh, yeah, it, it, it certainly. There are Colts fans, and they probably wouldn't be happy to hear that, but uh, I don't know, it's just how I feel. And then um, the other one, I'm kind of fading here. I I alluded to it last round. I'm going uh, 49ers under 10.5. That's not – this is more like I like that number. They're still going to be a really good team. I think they regress a little bit. You know, you get that hook with the half, so even if they win 10 games, I'm still coming out as a winner. They could be right there. You know, this is kind of an either way for me, but I think that the typical regression you see from a Super Bowl loser, that old sort of adage, I don't know. Uh I'm not completely sold on Jimmy G. So I think they come back down a little bit, maybe not a lot, but they come in under ten and a half.
0: All right. I like that one. it's a big number it's not there's not a lot of big numbers on the board there's only four teams that have over-unders of of double digits so um yeah that's interesting i i I see a pattern there your your unders nine wins nine wins ten and a half wins so you're definitely going for the good teams that you don't think they're going to meet expectations um so that that's pretty interesting there i'll take my second division winner um i've kind of gone back and forth on the value in this division but i'm kind of with you on the colts i'm I, I like how they're being built, but I don't I don't really understand why the Titans are uh, had the second best odds in that division, because they were in the AFC Championship game last year, and they're built in a way that's just different, and sometimes just game theory takes over, and if you're the team that's built different, you're going to win a lot of games, and so I'm going to take the Titans to win the AFC South at plus 175.
1: I like that pick a lot. EJ,
0: where are you at? i got to come up with an under.
2: I've got two of those. I'm done with my overs with Panthers, Hawks, and Bears. I have two of my division winners in Chiefs and 49ers. Don't yet have a Super Bowl pick, but none of those are off the board, so I'm feeling pretty good about that. Unders, on the other hand, yeah, even even my sort of deep sleepers have been scraped off the board, so I'm going to have to figure out what I'm going to do about unders uh, and just kind of take a flyer on somebody that – uh, isn't really predicted to fall, uh, but before I do that, I'm actually going to go for, this is my non-chalk pick for a little bit of money because the the sort of three division winners I've got left are Cowboys, not great at negative 120. Ravens, uh, not great at negative 185, or Bucks. I'm going to go oh. with the Buccaneers to win the South, plus 145. They have a great offense. Uh, Bruce Arians certainly has got that team moving in the right direction. Let's hope that Tom Brady can do just enough to distribute the ball to those targets. Uh, they certainly have plenty of them. And that the defense has some unheralded playmakers added a little bit in the draft. I just think the Bucks might come out. Saints would have to stumble for that to happen. Falcons, I don't have a ton of faith in Panthers. I think will beat the five and a half mark, but I don't think are going to challenge for the division in Matt Rule's first year. So I'm going to say this sort of the doors open and the Bucks take uh, the NFC South.
0: Okay, I like that. I had that highlighted.
2: Yeah. So now it's an under, and boy, uh, there's not a lot left. You either say a bad team is going to be really bad. You'd hinted Jags winning less than less than five earlier uh, or four and a half. I, I can't bet against Gardner Minshew on four games. Sure. Like I, I think he's going to will. I mean, Just him and DJ Chark are probably going to will them to four games. Whether or not they get the fifth again could come down to a bounce. I don't think they're going to be a great team by any stretch. I think Sam said that earlier. <laughs> this doesn't mean I think the Jags are going to win anything. I could break my other partner Brett Coleman's heart and take the Texans under seven and a half. But again, okay. I, th- I think that Deshaun Watson probably wills them. He's too to, good. Yeah, he's gonna will them to five hundred. Yeah, he's I, too good. I
1: had that on my list. I kind of went back and forth with it. Yeah. I ended up going with the Colts I... under because because for the same reason, uh, you know, I didn't say this when I picked the Titans, but I I would rather ha- put my eggs in Mike Vrabel's basket than Bill O'Brien's. So you're betting against Bill O'Brien, perhaps, but you're also betting against Deshaun Watson, which does not seem to be well placed money.
2: No, he's, that guy's a gamer. He just is. Yeah, there's not a lot
0: left. Boy. Well, you can take your Super Bowl pick. And I know,
2: come back. but it, yeah, there's just not a lot left. And I mean, again, it's that seven and a half thing. It's like Raiders. How much faith do I have in the Raiders? Like, i bet they could win eight games pretty easily but guess what their line is seven and a half (laughs) they have to (laughs) they have to suck badly enough to go under 500 and they've got a lot of talent on that roster however they just did lose their uh wide receiver today but i like the guy in the draft that they've got as a backup
0: good radio here
2: i know just nothing nothing super compelling I guess I'll throw a dart and go with Yeah, I'm going to have to take your advice and go with the Super Bowl winner. I didn't think about this one. I actually didn't write anything down for this. <laughs> so, this is this is the pure dart. We might uh, be cutting this part. <laughs> you can cut this part. It's I'm going to go Chiefs.
0: Chiefs. I'm gonna go, the chalk. I'm just yep. going
2: to go Chiefs. Uh, you know, I I'm just going to go Chiefs. It hasn't happened. It's incredibly unlikely. I don't know what their odds are for the Super Bowl, but you know, it's it's a pretty exciting team they'd have to have some massive losses you know look Pat Mahomes gets a hangnail they don't win the Super Bowl that's fine
0: but I'll take the Chiefs that I mean it, it it's happened plenty of times to, sure. to win back to back but um, yeah I, I I mean there's a reason why they're only plus 600 to win the Super Bowl it's they're a good team the AACs not super strong the Pats obviously are expected to kind of take a half step back and yeah, maybe you get Cam Newton that... Leads them to the promised land in a in a one year <laughs> for nothing contract, but you know it's it, this really is the Chiefs and the Ravens. Uh, everybody expects those two teams to be really good, so it makes sense that their path is is pretty well paved. Whereas in the NFC, you've got a lot of teams that are. I think there's just a lot of really good teams in the NFC. So if you're gonna put your money down on an NFC team, you know you're really you're really asking for them to run through a gauntlet. And that that kind of scares me a little bit about. Betting on an NFC team for that Super Bowl. Uh, all right, so division. So I'm gonna have fun. I took two responsible picks, <laughs> and and so I'm just gonna throw like a fun one out there. Uh, I don't think this is gonna happen, but I'm gonna take the Cardinals at plus six hundred because it's a big return, and I just like what's happening with that offense. I don't. They don't have the defense win the division, but they're fun and you guys took a lot of the division winners that i liked so i'm gonna take cards plus 600 to round myself out
1: i don't think that that's i mean yes it's a long shot pick but it's a good long shot pick um and you know with division winners that's kind of what you're looking for because like we talked about with the the chiefs division pick earlier there's not a lot of money to be made by betting favorites to win divisions so you're looking for value i think you get that with the cards um It's a good sleeper pick. Uh, I I like it. That said... If they stay
2: healthy, JB, they can do it. Like That defense, that entire roster, actually, the the top-line talent on the Cardinals is double thumbs up. It's so good. But they are one of the thinnest crust teams in the NFL. That is, if you took five guys on that team and took them out, combination of offense and defense, that team looks terrible right? Yeah. Yep. They're not going to recover. But if you look at the defense, you know, they went out and got Isaiah Simmons. They got Buda Baker. They just paid him. they yep. still got Patrick Peterson. Uh, Chandler yep. Jones is still there. They drafted two mammoths defensive tackle. They're going to be very tough in the middle. It's that old Bears model of Keith Traylor and Ted Washington clearing the lanes for Erlacher. That's what they're hoping to do with Isaiah Simmons. Like, again, if everybody stays healthy, they can fly around and come to the ball, but if they lose a couple guys, if Buda Baker goes down with an injury or whatever else, all of a sudden the wheels come off that defense pretty quickly. So they're a little deeper on offense. The offensive line's a, a challenge, but again, if they stay healthy, it's not a not a bad shot to say they could make a run.
1: For sure. So, my two. I am going to step up and take the Eagles to win the NFC east plus 145 so you get a little bit of juice on it a little bit more obviously the cowboys are the favorites in that division so again uh you're not gonna have as big a wins because they're minus 120 so again this is the value thing we talked about um you know you you look at a division you say well not huge underdogs but i like their coach they won a super bowl in the not so recent past um you got Carson Wentz, who's had some injury problems, but really seems like he has something to prove. Now uh, they brought in Jalen Hurts. Sounds like he's had a pretty good camp. So I think that there's there's some things there to like about the Eagles. Again, this is just kind of a value thing. I think uh, I, I like their I like that number plus one forty five a little bit more than plunking down on a favorite where you're gonna have to bet more to get that same juice. And then for... Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl pick. Boy, it's it's tough here because I've been sitting here thinking about it, and you look at do you plunk down with Bill Belichick and Cam Newton? Plus 1,200, it's a lot of juice. But at the same time, maybe you go the conservative route, I'll go ahead and take the Ravens plus 650. Okay. I, I think that... Uh, I really liked what Lamar Jackson was able to do last year. Uh, it's going to be hard to replicate that success, um, but, man, that team it was a wagon last year. They're running attack, and they, they brought in uh, J.K. Dobbins, and, uh, <laughs> you know, oh man, that offense is something else, and then that defense is, is always good. Patrick Queen, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's, it's hard to, you know... You're going with the favorites, you know. Uh, EJ got the uh, the Chiefs, so why not take the other favorite? I like it, so I'll say Ravens Super Bowl.
0: All right. Well, we took the two AFC favorites. You guys stayed away from the NFC, which again I understand. And I, I'm going to take the team that beat the Ravens in the playoffs and that had a lead against the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, because again. I think they're interesting. And I think that, yeah, maybe they're probably not going to run it back. I get it. But I get plus 4,000 by taking the Titans to win the Super Bowl. And if they do take a step up, then they're as good as anybody in that conference. And you have three, maybe four legitimate contenders as of right now. Maybe another one steps forward. Uh, But three or four legitimate contenders in that conference right now. You just need a chip and a chair, man. So I'm gonna take the Titans. I get incredible juice, and once they like make a little noise in the first round of the playoffs, I'll probably sell off my ticket <laughs> so that I can uh, so I can get my juice back. But I would take the Titans <laughs> plus four thousand to win the Super Bowl. Okay.
2: I, I think that's unparalleled juice for any of the picks that we've got. Um, yeah, that's, you know, it, that's Yeah,
1: if you if you uh, even if you sell that ticket in real life on one of those uh exchanges that they have. But if you hit on that for this podcast, I think that if we go by money one, that, yeah, that'll no. just be a, we, That's we like just, a walk off we, like, like, <laughs> just we just drop, burn drop, the, drop the like,
2: receipts. Yep, burn the receipts at that yep. point if he's plus then, four uh, yeah, thousand. We don't even need
1: to have me on next year. You can just we'll give you the uh, crown and
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> just take a year off. Yeah. Just drink beer instead of making picks. Uh, All right. Well,
0: we we could have ended with an exciting pick, but instead, we are going to finish with EJ taking his last under. I know that he has taken an hour to decide. (laughs) He stopped recording the podcast. We at least six times an hour later. Yeah. Yeah, we came back an hour later to see what EJ had come up with, and so here's the grand reveal. Yeah, EJ. Your third and final under.
2: It it ain't great, and it's gonna get my ass beat by my best friend from high school. Uh, I'm gonna go with Steelers under nine and a half. I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna say they win nine games. Again, there's there's nothing good left on the board in terms of unders. I think the Steelers are the Steelers are kind of that version of the the Seahawks in the AFC. Right? They're well coached. They're solid. They're always gonna rack up a bunch of wins. They're super consistent. Uh, they play everybody tough. But if we're going to say that the Ravens are going to be really good, which we just did, and we're going to say that the Bengals are going to be scrappy and improved and maybe maybe take off better than five and a half just because of Joey Burrow, maybe he steals the game from them. The Browns are incredibly talented. We'll have to see what Kevin Stefanski can do with them, but maybe they're not a doormat anymore in the AFC North. And, you know, that would make a rough go for the Steelers. Where are those wins going to come from? So, you know, again, Am I saying they're going to go sub-500? I highly doubt that, no matter what happens. Uh, Mike Tomlin will will them to greater than 500, but I, I'm just going to have to go with the fact that they get nine, not more than that.
1: Kind of kind of like my 49ers pick. You're not saying that they're going to be a real bad team, but you get that hook and you're saying you know it's nearly a push, but you can't push on a half number, so you you take the under.
2: That's all I got left, right. man. You guys cleaned off the boards. Uh, JB took Jets and Chargers right off. Those were my top two.
0: And I was like, ah, now what? <laughs> well, those were the ones. That no, you know, felt I'm, like I'm with you. The there, I'm, so.
2: I'm seeing you, partner. I, I'm feeling yeah. that. That was right there. I was like, there's no way the Jets are winning that. And again, the Chargers with the injury bug, the fact that they're probably going to end up starting Tyrod Taylor. And I like Tyrod Taylor, but he's not the kind of guy that you think is going to roll off 10 or 11 wins. Um, and if at some point during the season they say, okay, we're going to flip over and we're going to start Justin Herbert, they're, they're probably not going to see a ton of success in what is a, you know, very talented division. So, Right.
0: All right. Well, uh, that is what we have for our bets. I, you guys made a lot of bets that I, I probably would have t- taken as well. So some good stuff. So we're going to run through this real quick just as a recap. EJ has Bills under 9, Rams under 8, Steelers under 9.5, Panthers over 5.5, Bears over 8, Seahawks over 9, and then he has the Chiefs at minus 350 winning the AFC West, the 49ers at plus 105 winning the NFC West, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers winning the NFC South at plus 145, and finally the the uh the chalk the the chiefs at plus 600 winning the super bowl sam has packers under nine colts under nine 49ers under 10.5 so he took the unders on three you know uh, predicted good teams the overs he had bills over nine titans over eight and a half and the Bengals over five and a half division winners he had the bears at plus 400 crowd favorite Uh, Seahawks at plus 205, and the Eagles at plus 145. So he got some juice on all of his divisional winners, and he took the second uh, highest favorite for the Super Bowl, the Ravens. It's plus 650. Your uh, future king is taking Unders, Jets under seven, Chargers under seven and a half, Giants under six and a half. I guess uh, no love for the New Jersey teams there. Overs, Cardinals over seven and a half, Broncos over eight, Dolphins over six, division winners, Pats at one plus 145, Titans plus 175, and Cardinals plus 600, and then the long shot Titans, who were in the AFC Championship game last year, plus 4,000. So that's the recap. I think that's some pretty good bets. I like that. The only other bet that I think that I really kind of had on the board was I was kind of flirting with the idea of taking the Jags under, but. I do like Gardner Menchu, and so I have a hard time betting against that kind of swagger. But I like a lot of those a lot of those picks. I definitely like the Bucks because I think what they've got going down there is just fun and interesting. Bruce Arians is really fascinating. So we will circle back to the beers. Uh, the Kingfish Ale started off. I said I'm not going to like this, and then it was pretty good. Uh, very light and easy. I think you could drink a couple of them, no problem. Uh, The first taste, I don't know what hit me wrong, but I didn't taste it after that. So, uh, Kingfish Ale down in Louisiana gets a thumbs up from me. Uh, Sam, how was that uh, fantastic sounding beer that you brought up? Uh,
1: The vanilla, orange vanilla sunlight cream air uh, was, actually, it's delicious. Um, You, early on, first few sips, definitely got the orange. Now, getting towards the bottom, I'm getting the vanilla. It really does kind of taste like a... uh, sort of um
2: creamsicle like a
1: cream soda uh you know like a vanilla orange cream soda uh nice. with alcohol so who can complain about that um yeah i like it i really like it ashley uh my wife was also having one and, and she also approved so um it's a winner here at the householder household.
0: well if you finish in third this year we'll have ashley on the pod next year to take your place that's right and uh and and then she can uh she can Hold the householder name forward. Yeah. EJ, what about you? What did you have?
2: Yeah, that's the uh, Premier League version of relegation, Sam.
0: <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> uh,
2: I had the South Porter um, from Booth Bay Craft Brewery in Maine. Six and a half ABV. That's a 16 ounce can. Uh, huge uh, picture of vanilla flowers on the front. So you would think that's what it leads with, but it actually has a much more, a little bit more bite little bit more true sort of dark porter character. The vanilla is very much on the back end and very slight. So this is not, if if you fear sweet beers, you could absolutely drink a couple of these. Um, went down very easily for a porter. So I like it. It's well crafted, but it's a little surprising. I was definitely expecting a little bit more sweetness, but overall a, a really good beer and, and can't recommend the brewery highly enough. I've had... Uh, four of their beers now in in the week since my wife's been home and all of them have been excellent and it's i think that's pretty rare actually to find a brewery where you like just about all of their styles and i have another one saved away for another bears over beers pod which is one of their seasonal releases uh jb which will uh you'll i think be a fan of but um it was a little high it was uh 12 and considering it's a 16 ounce can and I have to record another podcast right after
0: this. I wanted to be, you know, not slurring, so I didn't do that tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, great. Well, Sam, I can't thank you enough for coming on. We really appreciate it. It's and a you, my friend, are going to be on the Sunday live stream with yes. Stephen Schweikert. And I think I get my name on the board this year. Yes, I think I'm should. an official member yes. of the Sunday morning live stream. So come hang out with me and Sam and Stephen as we watch Stephen play. Madden in a terrible way, yeah. but he tries his best. He
1: does. He, he's probably better th- at the video game thing than you are. You or I, I certainly me. I, I don't know what your gaming prowess is, but uh, yeah, we we have fun. I think with I could take Steven
0: and Madden. I'm, I'm, I've, I've played enough Madden in my life to see a bad football player, a bad bad Madden player. But he tells it. you that up front. He's up front about it. He knows no, he's a bad no, Madden he, player. That's, that's why yes, we love to tease him. So. Right, it's the shtick. Yeah. So uh, very excited for that, and of course uh, your your work it can be found on Windy City Gridiron, and hit us with your Twitter tag.
1: At Sam Householder, just like it sounds.
0: Very easy. So thanks again, Sam and EJ. Do you want to get us out of here?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as Jeff mentioned, you can find all of our work on Windy City Gridiron. Um, the pod is listed there under the Windy, Windy City Gridiron family of podcasts. We've got four of them up there. Check them all out. They're fantastic. You can follow Jeff at GridironBorn on Twitter and myself at TheDraftsmanFB, as in football. Um, My other podcast is Bootleg Football Podcast. You can find that on all the outlets. And until then, uh, we will be having weekly content. The season is almost upon us, only uh, nine days away at this point. And uh, we will be having regular recaps of how the Bears did, and uh what they're looking forward to next week in their opponents. so stick with us tons of good content super excited football is here doesn't feel like it but until then bear down